Radio target is locked. And you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches his microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Greetings and welcome to a slightly later show than advertised, but hey, that's not my fault. I've been sat here listening to studio chatter, and I think Mickle's just been sat listening to nothing for the last ten minutes. So we're about ready to get underway, and it's uh, me, David Naylor, and obviously my usual co-host, Mickle Deniv. Are you there, mate? Yes, I'm here, Hooray! and uh, it's nice <laughs> to have you here too, Dave. I was actually just uh, doing the show on my own, and then uh, uh, I was caught out too. So apparently there's been some phone connection problems with the studio down in Miami. And, and, and you have to remember out there listening to the show that Dave is uh, located up in, in Ribbon, right, in the UK? Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. I'm located in, in a small town outside of Copenhagen, Denmark, and the studio is in Miami. And we are just transmitting to all of you from there. Which is kind of in, in itself pretty amazing. Yeah, no. I mean, if you work out, if I work, if I do the radio show from my office, then I have like big pipes and all the rest of it. But at the moment, I'm doing it out of my home, which is like I could actually swing a, a reasonably large sized cat around, and it would certainly scratch at least two of the walls as it was whizzing by. So the office at home is not that big. Um, the office in the office is much bigger. But no, it's just kind of weird, really, that we do this just on a normal telephone line and a headset, and now we've got decent headsets. It um, really helps. <laughs> well, it does. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I used to... Uh, I'm, I have to go back to buy some better headsets, but I had a really big problem because I, we used to have a cat, and for some reason it, it just loved eating the cables of my headset. Only the cables on my headset. So I think I've gone through about 20 headsets uh, when I finally gave up buying quality headsets. <laughs> so I've been kind of stuck with some really shitty headsets. But um, now we don't have the cat anymore, so maybe I should go back to some uh, headsets. Find some <laughs> decent stuff. <laughs> anyway, I mean, how was okay, your week? We should really tell the people what we're going to cover in today's show, I guess. Um uh, let me see if I can remember the bits that I was going to cover. Oh, yeah, Dangerous Dave. Um, Webmaster World and the big cloaking issue that is going on over and over and over again. Um, I'm going to cover a little bit about the new smaller micro um, SEO shows, um, which obviously I'm running one in March, and Jeremy's running one in March, and... Jill Whalen is running one in March. So, <laughs> March is a really popular month for training companies. I know that Bruce Clay is most probably running one in March as well. So, hey, there's plenty of fish in that marketplace. Um, and there's plenty of trawlers in that marketplace. So, we'll see how that spins out. Uh, Mikkel's going to discuss... Well, Mikkel, why don't you tell what you're going to discuss? Because some of it scares the willies out of me. Well, it's uh, one of the big things that I wanted to talk about today is that um, let's just say we have we, we we are broadcasting from Europe and we are definitely not Americans. But of course, America being so pro um, dominant on the internet is very important, and what America do also in legal terms is important. It, it kind of affects all of us. And we have a little spy in the U.S. Actually, we have several spies that sense us interesting information about what goes on over there. And one of the spies we have, let's just say it's a good friend in San Francisco that throws some pretty good parties around August. Well, you guys probably know who that is. But anyway, he sent us this interesting document. I don't even think it's that secret or anything. It's called uh, the Spy Act Bill, a new uh, piece of legislation going into action, I believe, in the U.S. I'm not sure about, I'm not a lawyer, and I'm definitely not a U.S. lawyer, and I don't know exactly how uh, far this bill is in the process of getting um, approved, but uh, as far as I could understand, it's pretty far down the line. And that act um, is, a, is, is a really some, some, some various kinds of, of, of user privacy protection and, and anti-spyware uh, stuff. 
but it's also more extreme than than anything else I've seen. Um, they include a lot of stuff that we're going to talk um, about later. Um, it, it's it's it, from my point of view, it looks kind of kind of scary. But <laughs> we're going to get back to that. And then uh, I have I have a follow up on on on, on a few things. Um, I know we discussed Ajax a few times before. Um, I like us to bring that up again. I think personally, I come to the I'm I, I'm kind of come to the conclusion now that that I hate Ajax. I love it, dude. I love it. It's better than hot sex on a cold winter's morning. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Seriously, it's like yum yum. It's like, I can't get enough of it. The things you can do with Ajax, it's like a whole new world. It really is. And you remember everyone was going about like the Appy Keys that Google said, no, you can't have those anymore. You've got to use the new Ajax thing. Awesome. Best thing they could have ever done. Thank you, Google. Love you loads. Um, <laughs> and big shout out to Darren Babin, who just realised I am live on the air, and he's now going to stop IMing me over and over and over again because it. Hey, it's his radio show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, seriously, I'm. I'm. We can argue till you're blue in the face, and I'm red in the face about Ajax. It's like I'm right in that. Ajax is good for the user. It's good for the search engine. It's good for the SEO. It's just goddamn good. Well, I have a few more arguments once we get into <laughs> it. That uh, I'm, 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 um, I'm actually pretty sure that once I get my arguments across, you're not going to disagree so much with you as you do now. But anyway, <laughs> with me as you do now. But anyway, let's talk more about that later. <laughs> I'm also going to briefly touch or update on an issue that that um, I talked about before. Um, ranging a little bit into that um, touchy area of cross-site scripting, but I was talking about a case that I brought up with the Danish banks that apparently was not very secure. And I just want to give you a brief update on that because it's an interesting update. So uh, maybe we should take a small break now and uh, come back and then jump right into it. Yeah. What do you say about that? Good, yeah. Okay, roll it. (laughs) Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Enjoying top payouts and unparalleled affiliate support is as easy as xy7.com. Just call 1-866-XY7-PAYS and see how it pays to join XY7 for increased conversions and higher revenue via the newest and hottest ad campaigns. Call 1-866-XY7-PAYS today or sign up at xy7.com and find out why thousands of other successful affiliate marketers already know. So don't wait. Call now. 1-866-XY7-PAYS. That's 1-866-XY7-PAYS. XY7.com. The only ad network you'll ever need to get paid. XY7.com. Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper. Sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive WebmasterRadio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code Webmaster Radio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. And uh, what, what's, uh, what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately $144,000. 
about 150 grand. That's correct. Okay, great. You have had eBay buy rent.com and shopping.com for a combined $1.4 billion. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty, 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 the master of your domain. Monty, literally probably 90 days after buying it uh, for $80,000, Interbrew bought it for $7 million. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for $3.4 million. It was the most valuable asset that they had, $6 million or $10 million on a domain name. When we sold autos.com for $2.2 million, people thought it was nuts too. <laughs> domain Masters, only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain. Warning! Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. Before the break, we covered what we were going to try and discuss in the show, because, you know, if you're a regular listener to this show, we plan out everything we're going to talk about. We start talking about the first thing, go off on a tangent, and then before we realize what time it is, it's time to go home. So this time, we are really, really going to try and stick to what we put in the beginning of the show. So we'll start off with the Webmaster World cloaking issue. If that's okay with you, Mikkel? That's fine. Excellent. Okay, and if the studio stop IMing me different things all over the place, yeah? Because, Eddie, you know that you're a rat bastard, and it was your fault, the big mistake at the beginning of the show, and not Mr. Juice's. Um, see, they got me going on tangents already. Webmaster World. Okay, for a long, long time, we've known that they put a no cash in and whether or not... How much trouble do I want to get myself into? A lot. They used to cloak... Well, they used to cloak quite a bit, didn't they? Because they used to cloak, like, the hosted buy link. That would swap over to a different... to PubCon or Search Engine uh, World, whichever. Yeah. So they used to do that. Then they, obviously, for some reason, disappeared from Google. Then they came back and that stopped happening, and then they went for this botnet thing that now they basically cloak the content, feed it to Google, um, then they basically, where do we go from? Feed the content to Google, but if you come in from certain areas, yeah, it must be some little algorithm that dictates what happens, but say that Matt cuts links to a page, then you may either, if you signed in already and got the cookie, you will get the page. If not, you'll go to a sign-up page that kind of looks like you have to sign up as a paid member before you can read the content, which is not true. You can just register and be a user and you'll be able to see the stuff, so that's okay. Um, and then you've got the organic search stuff that sometimes when you search for a term, you read the snippet, then you go to the page and the information is not actually on the page you were looking for, but the content's pretty much on target. So it could be the fact that when Google cached it, the, what actually happened was the moderator had jumped in and deleted some of that content because maybe it was, I don't know, maybe it said something like, hey, Jen says I had a great um, post recently on AdSense ClickBot, duh, 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 which is your search term you're looking for. Check it out on www.gensense.com. And a webmaster of the world mod to come along and go, whoa, self-promotion, cut, slice, dice, chop, 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 hack, 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 take it away. But if that was already searched for, uh, if that was already indexed by Google, then obviously that would stick. So there's, I can understand why sometimes we don't get the content that we're searching for from Webmaster World. So I'm okay with that too. The big issue that I've got is that is it ethically correct or not? Um, now, the New York Times do something very similar, although there is a bit of a rumor that the New York Times now has gone down the right route, yeah, and said that if you come from a Google referrer, you will actually get the article. If you try to go further into the site, you'll actually be asked to subscribe, which I think is the correct way of doing it. Uh, SES in London, 
I was speaking to the guys from Encyclopedia Britannica. Now, they have something very similar. Um, loads and loads of content, and they have the problem of, like, releasing this content. Now, they are a subscription service, so what do you do? Um, <coughs> we yeah, go, I understand that hey, problem from uh, a subscription service. I just saw a newspaper in Denmark that is a free newspaper, and still they only serve up a snippet online. <laughs> now, that I don't understand. If you don't have subscribers, if you have free media, <laughs> why, why force people to... Now, to that see? is just fucked up, isn't it? You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, that's, that's wrong on about 28 different accounts, that. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, don't, if, it, if you've got, given free, don't, just give it to them. Give it to the search engines. Search engines will help you. The subscription model is slightly different. Now, this is just my rule of thumb, okay? What you give to the bots, you've got to give to the humans, okay? End of. Okay? If, the, if a bot's got that traffic and they've indexed it, somebody reads that and clicks on it and goes to your website, do the decent thing. Show them the article. If they yeah, want to go further than your site and you are a subscription site, site, yeah, then, then drop them... The, Say again, sorry, Michael? Uh, yeah, except if you're forced to try and promote uh, um, uh, web pages that are all graphical, you know, then, yeah, then, oh, yeah, then I mean, users this, this are going to see I mean, that's, this is a different thing to the subscription model. I'll go on to the, uh, the Flash models and stuff like that. Um, but it's like, it's, it's just common courtesy. You know what I mean? If I click on a link on Google and I go to a web page and I get, to read this article, you must pay us $49 and yeah. sign up. I'm like, no, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go over to Yahoo and do the same search term and I'll click on some of their articles instead. Yeah, because to me, it's like Google is supplying a bad service. They're giving me content that I can't get to. Yeah. Now, they, they're yeah, trying totally to give agree. content, yeah, you know, they're trying to index the world's content. Every book, every DVD, everything that I've said ever in my life, down in the pub, in the bar, while I'm making love to my sweet wife. Yeah, they want everything, and they're not going to stop at it. Okay, when they do get it, yeah, they should give it to the user. Yeah, don't go. This is what you could have won. Oh, but you have to pay to get the content. It's. I mean, that's why the porn industry is so, so bad on the internet. You know what I mean? You click through 25 different websites, thumbnail, 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 pick up 10 different viruses on for your good measure and never see anything. And that's the way that whole industry is kind of swinging now. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's wrong, you know what I mean, on a few different levels. Um, but if the search engines want to do the right thing, yeah, run two bots run a, uh, an indexing bot and run an anti-cloaking bot. Run it as a Firefox thing. Be really sneaky. Run it via proxies. Do all the stuff that botnets would do. Yeah, Make it look like a real user. And if you don't get the same content, put a put plus 30 on it. Oh, plus but you know, that, that's an old discussion, really, because it, it, doing it that way would create far too many false positives uh, because there's a, a, an enormous amount of the web that, that if you try and access the page from uh, uh, um, twice, you're not going to get the same because pages are dynamic. They're pulling in information that are dynamically created or, 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 or they serve up uh, based on geotargeting or personalization or any, you know, there's so many, there will, there will be so many false positives. And I'm pretty sure that the engines have tried to do this. I mean, I had discussions in the past with several engineers at Google that, that claimed they were working on, on, on anti-cloaking software. And apparently they have not been able to come up with a solution that's good enough for removing the stuff they don't want in there and, and still keeping the stuff they do want in there. So, so yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, I don't think so much it's, 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 a, it's a, it's a question about cloaking, but it's a, it's a question about what you do once you cloak. Uh, because if you, if you, if you, uh, um, if you do, uh, as, as the news, some of the newspapers we just discussed, uh, let Google index an article, and then when I click through from, from that search result, I only get, uh, get an ad, uh, advertisement to sign up for some, some, some paid subscriptions. Then I totally agree with you. That's certainly a very bad way of, of abusing uh, cloaking uh, because it, it pisses me off. 
But if, uh, 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 as another example, in the other extreme, uh, a website that is created entirely with flash or with uh, uh, text or with graphics, let's say there's a page that 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 are graphical, but but that piece of graphic actually have words on it, and those words I can read when I go there. I read them, but the engines don't read them. So you feed them a text version of the text you have in the graphic. Uh, now, to me, that would not be be in any way or in any shape a bad uh, form of cloaking, uh, neither for the user or, or Google. They're, they're, they're getting a way to understand that document, and I'm, as a reader, are able to find it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not so much a question of, of, of cloaking or not. It's, 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 I think it's more a question of what you actually do with it. And that's no, the danger. Think, yeah, I mean, it's the intent, isn't it? Yeah, um, and, in, and the, that's, the problem that's, that's is, it's really, really difficult to make an algorithm that detects the in, intent. You know, oh, that's I agree problem. totally. <laughs> I'm not saying it's impossible, you know, that genius is out there, but it's really difficult compared to just analyzing uh, uh, objectable uh, data or, 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 or objective data, not objectable. <laughs> uh, uh, um, so, so measuring that intent, I guess, is probably the biggest challenge for, 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 for search engine in that. Yeah. Um, but that's always been the case, hasn't it? Always yeah. been the case. Um, I would so say I that know, very often it is the case with, 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 with technical things that, that it's not so black and white. It's not always just an issue of whether you do do uh, work with specific techniques or what you do with them. And, yeah. and, and in general, I think that it's a really good rule of thumb to keep the users happy. I mean, if you, if you look through what you're doing and the path that, that, that users are forced to take when they click through from engines to your site... Um, if 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 you can honestly say that that it benefits the users, then ninety nine percent of the way uh, you're not going to have a problem with the engines. Yeah, uh, and and also, if too many of your users are going to feel pissed off when they get to your site, is that really the kind of feeling you want to leave them with? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> not if you have a site that's trying to convert things. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. It's like once you get down to like testing side of stuff, you know what I mean? It's like, surely to God, you know what I mean? It's like, whoa. I mean, so I totally lost track of something there, because it's like, I've, I've got to just say this, yeah, I've, I never ever really, like, log into my search history, okay? And I've got a search history now, yeah? Now, I turned mine off ages and ages ago, but apparently it decided to resume itself, it's also resumed itself, yeah, on my sponsored links I've clicked on. When did that happen? I don't know. Not happy <laughs> about that. <coughs> Sorry. Anyway, I think it's time for a small break. Small commercial yeah, well, break. Yeah, while Dave, like, kind of bangs his head against the wall and tries to work out what the frick they're up to now. Okay, speak to you later, guys. <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Click tracks. All new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes, ClickTracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what ClickTracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. Best of the Web, the Internet's oldest directory, EOTW.org, since 1994. Our editors scour the web finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No kidding. And don't forget the Best of the Web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions, 25 percent recurring commission on all products and services bloggers make sure to check out the botw blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web it's all about links baby 
Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents Inspirational Moments by David Naylor. So we sat around the bar and he's like, it's quarters. And I'm like, what do you mean quarters? He said, it's where you bounce a quarter into a pint. So I picked up my quarter and just threw it into his drink. He's like, I'm like, did I win? He's like, no. No, you didn't. It's like, I want to get cooties. Then I'm like, I'm looking at his little ball patch. I'm thinking, dude, you got cooties in the head already. So it's not going to hurt. <laughs> Tune in for more inspirational moments with David Naylor and Mikkel DeMip. Every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Strike Point. I think I uh, made it this time. <laughs> anyway, we are going to talk a little bit about this uh, spy act bill that um, our little spy in uh, the U.S. sent us. Apparently, it's a new bill that's um, going into action some point in the U.S. I'm not, as I, as I mentioned, I'm not actually sure how far in the process of getting approved and everything uh, it is. But um, it looks kind of, you know, when you look from the top, it looks kind of good. You know, the, it says uh, it's a bill to protect users of the Internet from unknowing transmission of their personally identifiable information through spyware programs and for other purposes. And, you know, that, that, that you know, basically sounds okay, you know, that trying to pass a bill on, on protecting uh, um, user information or user-identifying viable uh, information, uh, which all sounds good, but once you start reading about the exact things that, that they are uh, suggesting, it, it kind of looks to me kind of extreme. And again, I'm not a lawyer, and I only... It's a long document. It's like 31 pages of legal writing, and, and, and I haven't had time to read, close read every every piece of it, but it looks kind of scary to me um, to some degree. You know, there's there's like a whole, whole bunch of, of rules about... Uh, um, uh, redirection, and it seems very much like they don't like redirection at all, uh, which in itself, you know, is a problem because so much of the web is redirected around in order to manage the architecture of, of sites, between sites, uh, advertising campaigns, and, and what. Basically, it looks like they don't like um, users to be sent to one uh, site and then redirected to another, unless you have that what they, they talk about all the time, a user authorization. But, you know, in, if, if, if every single ad click has to be uh, um, uh, authorized by the user, you know, so you have to actually sign a piece of paper before you're allowed to click an ad, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to drive down click rates. <laughs> um, there's a whole other bunch of things in that act that's also... Uh, um, very uh, relevant for, for us in advertising as it uh, relates to um, the way that you can collect user information and use it to um, adjust the way you serve up advertising. And especially I, I stumbled on, on some of the stuff where it to me looks like it's going to be legal to collect information on one website and use that to serve better ads on another website. So in other words, I think large advertising networks are going to face some problems with this act because let's say that Google is collecting 
uh, information from AdSense or AdWords uh, impressions, either on their own domains or on on on, um, on domains in their contextual advertising network, and they use that collectively to improve the targeting of the ads. I think that's pretty much what they do now, at least to some degree they do, uh, based on different factors. They're doing that now, um, and that is an improvement, I think, for, for both the users and the advertisers and the websites. We get better ads, better targeting uh, users, are happy about better targeted ads. But as far as I see this this bill, that kind of information collection and um, and 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 and, and monetization of it is uh, not going to be legal. Um, again, I'm not a lawyer. It could be that I'm reading some of this uh, the wrong way, um, but that's at least how it looks to, uh, to me. Uh, also, there's a bunch of things, again, on, 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 on redirection, and um, and there's, uh, uh, there's several sections that, that, that looks uh, um, like, as far as I'm reading it, 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 it it's it looks very much like that um, cloaking is going to be illegal, and we just discussed cloaking. But um, it, it, I'm just trying to see if, yeah, it's uh, it's it's this paragraph talking about uh, various prohibitions and 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 what you're not allowed to do, and you're not allowed to drive away from the site the user intended to view to one or more other web pages, such that the user is prevented from viewing the content of the intended web page unless such diverting is otherwise authorized. Um, so in other words, again, if, if you're setting up a cloak website and it's on one domain, um, I don't know, tpiacra, blah, 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 dot com, and you're redirecting that to some, some, some generic site, uh, that to me looks like it's, it's, it's not going to be legal. Um, Again, I'm not sure if I'm reading it right, but it definitely looks like that this whole bill is uh, is very, very strict, maybe more strict than it needs to be. Uh, there are also some clauses on, 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 on cookies, uh, but it looks like they, they, they have pushed some of the, the more detailed explanation on, on cookies to, to, to a later bill as far as I'm reading it. Um, but definitely if they're following the same trend as they do in this bill on, on, on cookies, that could uh, very well be, be, be limited uh, a lot from what we, we, we know now. At least in the U.S., because that's another question I think it's interesting when, when a real bill like this, how much is this going to affect in real life um, the webmasters outside the U.S.? Um, I don't know. Um, did you get any time to, to read any of this in uh, this bill, uh, Dave? No. <laughs> Not yet. So I'd, seriously, I'd be so busy. But I mean, it's like the points that you put out, you know what I mean, the ones that you're pointing over to me, I can see a lot of Europeans not traveling to the United States of America if it gets passed. Yeah, that was kind of my first thought because there's also, yeah. in the last part of this bill, they also um, talk about the penalties. And as far as I can read, the penalties for each instance of these uh, cases is, is, is going to be between $1 and $3 million. And even though I make good money, I'm not sure I would be ready to face a fine like that. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, you know, it's too much. <laughs> Just to be funny. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be too happy about that. <laughs> uh, but you never know. Never, never know. So, um, yeah, but, but again, you know, we, we I have to check up... Um, our good friend in, in San Francisco, he's probably going to be able to tell me a bit more about how it's going with this bill because he's also working in this business and have a, a, a very severe interest in, in what kind of information you can collect. So um, enough said about that. But in general, I think that, that we are seeing the same kind of trend in Europe. I think I'm not exactly sure what kind of laws have been passed in the UK lately, but I definitely know that, that, that things have been tightening up in Denmark with with requirements to ISP to keep log files for for much longer time, and and the police to have rights to access uh, this data, in, in 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 I think very intrusive ways. But still, it's not as bad uh, as as what I see in this bill from the US. But I, I don't know what you've seen in the UK. But I guess it's probably the same trend, right? Isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's. I mean, it's like I. <sighs> My good feeling is, it, if they pass this bill, it's going to be pretty much the same as when they passed the poker bill. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's except I that uh, it, some of the things in this bill, as far as I read it, uh, is is gonna is gonna reach um, or is gonna cover almost any commercial website out there today. Yeah. And that maybe yeah, I mean, might be the different from the from I mean, the from the bills going yeah. after casinos and, and gambling because that's only the gambling business. It's not gonna hurt eBay, it's not gonna hurt Amazon, it's not gonna hurt <laughs> you know, all the all the large commercial sites uh, out there. Uh, but but this I mean, bill he, he, I, I see it it's gonna hit everybody. Well I mean here's the big one. Yeah. Um how how does something like um well, I don't know. Take eBay. Yeah, they signed a deal with Google, okay? And you get the situation where eBay, all of a sudden, when a traffic trend goes up, you get the situation where they start bidding on that keyword. Yeah, So much so that you can actually force them to bid on the keyword. Kind of weird, you know what I mean? Um, so... Where do they get that data from? I mean, where where are they really getting that data from that they can say, hang on a minute, you know what I mean, this is a term that we want to search for. Things like um, when the crocodile hunter was sadly killed, uh, they were bidding on dead crocodile hunter. Yeah, now that's a bit sick because I don't think eBay would actually have really got the body, you know what I mean, to sell him anyway. You know what I mean, I'm sure the family wouldn't give it up either. So the data that they were receiving must have been flawed from somewhere. You know what I mean? And the only place I can think it coming from would be Google themselves. You know what I mean? So Google is giving data to eBay. I could be totally wrong. Yeah, it could be someone at eBay yeah. going, "Wow, this would be kind of humorous." No, I don't think so, though. But the data was definitely going to eBay on what keywords they should be bidding on. Yeah. Now, isn't that exactly the same? Isn't Google giving data to eBay to so they can buy Google AdWords? Uh, yeah. It gets a bit messy, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that I'm, you know, I it's not that I don't think there should be any regulations on on how businesses are run on on the internet. Uh, I, I don't I don't believe that that everything should be turned over to entirely over to market forces because there are too many evil people in 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 in, in business and there are too many stupid people that are ready to do things that we you know to some degree need to to have laws about. But but I'm just so concerned every time these kind of laws comes up, because especially now with the internet and everything being so new, I mean even you and I when we look at different issues, different tricky kind of redirection and cloaking issues and stuff, and the kind of stuff that Matt and his team is looking at all the time, it's pretty diff. Uh, it's it's it, a lot of it is really uh, confusing and advanced and 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 difficult to grab, even for people that are working with this all the time. So. You know, it's no wonder to me that the lawmakers um, and 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 the officials that are that are writing these laws get it so wrong. You know, <laughs> that's what really concerns me because once it's re- once put into a law, I mean, it's a law, <laughs> and 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 a lawyer can can make a case out of what it was written in that law, even if what's written in that law is stupid. Um, so so that that that's what kind of kind of concerns me. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know exactly what to do about. It. Maybe they should make laws with with a, a limited time, uh, a lifetime, so that uh, there was at least some assurance that after some time, when we get more information, more data about how things works, um, laws could be adjusted. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. it, uh, it it definitely looks uh, a bit extreme to me. This one, mm-hmm, just a little bit, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's. Sometimes it's really difficult. I'm, I'm not a professional in this, uh, in, in, in legal uh, stuff. Uh, and, and you all know when you read uh, a proposed bill like that, you know, there's so many details to it that, that you can always, uh, not being a lawyer or even being a lawyer, you can in, in misinterpret uh, what is actually in there. But, you know, it looks it looks kind of kind of extreme to me. Um, so, um we're probably gonna gonna talk more about that if it if it turns out that this bill is is going to um, to be approved. Um, 
Yeah, I guess we will. Let's but uh, maybe we should um, should have a quick uh, commercial break now, and then we are going to end off the show with a, a chat about. Um, yeah, we're going to chat about some um, some conference stuff. Interesting yeah. new stuff coming up. So let's run that break, and uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, okay. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Are your ads managing you? Tired of click fraud and little or no ROI on your pay-per-click search ads? Take control. Reduce your costs and gain valuable traffic with effective flat fee featured listings on over 245 search engines and web directories from the ISEDN.org, the independent search engine and directory network. Now free yourself from click fraud, bidding and hassles with low-cost top 10 exposure for less than $4 a month from ISEDN. So visit ISEDN.org today and discover how easy it is maximizing your company's online revenue stream with affordable search engine and directory flat fee ads from the ISEDN.org. It's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is... Well, ingenious. Ingenio Pay-Per-Call delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays for new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your free trial or go to Ingenio.com slash webradio. That's Ingenio.com slash webradio. Ingenio. Simply ingenious. Domain Masters. The big news yesterday was that Bill Cosby won the domain name FatAlbert.org. Hey, hey, hey. I think it's a relevant case because uh, he was able to justify the fact that he created the character and therefore he was entitled to it. Domain Masters, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm. And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Okay, and welcome back. So, this is kind of like, I'm going to be careful here, so I don't just do like my own promo. Um... So, as I said at the beginning of the show, March is like a real big thing for training. Um, first off, yeah, I'm going to cover high rankings. I'm going to, because we've got very little time, I'm going to shoot through these quickly, okay? High rankings. Jill's, this has been going for like ever. So, if anyone thinks it was like mine, like SEO days or SEO class, which is like head-to-head on this, no, we're both copying high rankings, okay? So, big shout out to Jill Whalen. We're not stealing your idea, Jill. Well, kind of we are a little bit, um, but, you know, you love us anyway. Um, and, and I mean, Jill's got a good line up there. She's got, like, Matt Bailey, uh, Christine Churchill. I love you, Christine. Uh, Scotty Claiborne, Karen Saxton, Lee Oden. You go through them, go through them. I mean, great, great lineup. You know what I mean? It's, like, cracking. Um, then we've got SEO Class, uh, which is... I'm not too sure who the leader of this one is, to be honest with you. I know that uh, Jeremy was called in. Um, man, it's like, did they get banned out of google.co.uk or something? I can't find the site. Showclass.com. I should have had this a little further on. Damn you. Okay. Right. Okay, it's 
So we got the presenters on that one is do, 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 Jeremy, as I mentioned, Ray Hoffman, Sugar Ray, Todd Malicoat, which is stunt double, uh, Greg Nyland, Michael Gray. You know, another great lineup. Most of these guys are based in New York, so I think most of their shows are going to be New York based. I could be wrong. If I am, someone correct me. Um, you know, what I mean, it's a good lineup. You know, what I mean, no two ways about it. And SEO days. Um, are we different or not? Oh well, this one was. I've been wanting to do this for like two years. Okay, and I've just never really found the right team to do it with. I think with uh, Greg Bozer and. Genstar, I think I've got a good team there. And what we've done for the first one was that we decided that we wanted to make it a little bit different. So we've brought in two kind of like guest speakers, which is what we're going to do. We're going to, we don't want the conference to be your standard A, B, C, D, E, F, G kind of stuff. Okay. So what I want to do is create it so that people get a real benefit from this. And I'm not saying that the other club, the other club, the other conferences, little clubs, <laughs> cliquey clubs, uh, the other conferences, you're not going to get real benefit because the people that they've got on those panels are, you know what I mean, are good. Don't get me, don't get me wrong on that, okay? They're going to do a, a cracking job. Um, and basically the way that we're working is slightly different. That We have like three standard speakers and then we're bringing guest speakers for totally different reasons. This first one we're doing competitive analysis and basically tamaguchi testing which is awesome because i thought that was the little things that the kids play with but apparently that's tamagotchi slightly different so we brought in hitwise they're going to do a live demo which is kind of cool so you can sit there and go hey this is my competitor what data we got on them and they will show them then i will say dude if you want to rank for their terms you need to do like a b c d e and f do it that way and then my Tamaguchi testers who is a, a freaking doctor dude <laughs> you can't get better than that Dr. Carl uh, Dr. Carl Blanks I have to say Blanks because I, uh, if I got that wrong now I would be in someone let me just check this last time I got it wrong I said Carl Banks last time and it wasn't it was Carl Blanks do 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 let me just check be Carl Blanks um Ben Jessen, yes. If I got it wrong, I'm sorry, Carl. I owe you more beers. But these guys do like like the A/B testing, the multivariate split testing, and these are the guys that basically comes up with ideas of say, say that you've got a brand. I want to give out one of, one of the things that I told one of my clients. If your brand is very strong in your native country, so. I don't know, Mikkel, give me a brand that's strong in Denmark. Uh, Ikea. Ikea. Oh, fuck it. That's strong everywhere, dude. Uh, <laughs> give me something. I, I know. Give me something I don't work with. I, I was going to give a client away. And just shut, okay, okay, I'll do it with my cli- a client one, okay? Saxo Bank. You've heard of Saxo Bank, haven't you, Cla- yeah. you Mikkel? Okay? They're big in Copenhagen. They're a Forex bank, okay? Um, and basically, in Denmark... Their brand is very, very strong, okay? So they can put a big logo up of their brand and say things like 0% Forex trading. Awesome, yeah? Now, in Germany, Deutsche Bank is strong, okay? So realistically, what we're telling them to do at the moment is shrink the brand down and make the slogan bigger, yeah? So what you're doing with the German marketplace is that you're hitting them with the slogan in German, yeah, and basically saying it's like it's it's free internet online trading for forex or whatever the message you want to get over, but make your brand smaller because you don't want to overpower them with a brand that they're not aware of. So that way, we should see a turn up in sales. But I think that, no. that you know you you a proper assessment of where your brand stands in any market you're trying to hit is so important. It comes in on so many different levels and a lot of a lot of practical stuff like I often discuss it with clients you know because clients come to me and, and they spend like 50% of their all their titles on putting their brand name in there and most times you know I want them to push the keywords that are on the page in the title instead of their brand names 
and and the discussion is often focused around the fact that you know some a few companies out there, a few really really strong brands, they can benefit a lot from having their brand name in the title because it's a very muddy market they're in, or for some other reason, and people trust this brand brand and they go there. So putting that in the title is good, but for most other brands playing down the brand a little bit and playing uh, 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 focusing on 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 the actual content or the products or whatever it is you're serving up um is going to make a whole lot more sense in in, in terms of search because yeah. I mean if if people were searching for your brand fine but and they're not yeah I mean the way that I kind of try to convey it to people and clients is that I'm, I'm terrible for doing this kind of thing. It's like, I always say things like, if you're walking down the street, yeah, how many Ford cars do you see drive past you? How many Vauxhall cars? How many Renaults do you see? You don't notice them, yeah, but the brand is very strong in your head if you're going to buy a car for that kind of price, okay? Yeah. If a bright yellow Ferrari drives past you or, like, roars past you and, like, deafens you, you notice it. Yeah, and I kind of think it's the same way with websites. You see so much of the samey, samey, samey stuff. Corporate logo, strap line, text, corporate logo. You know what I mean? You need to stand out from the crowd because you don't have that much time before they click back and go to the next search result and click back and go to the next search result. And yep. you need to get that message over straight away. And you see it every... You know what I mean? It's, it's like... You go to any of the, just pick us. I mean, okay, I'll do the one that we we started off with, like SEO days. Let me just get SEO class up as well, and I'm just going to do what I see. Yeah, SEO. I wish the SEO class guys had fixed their indexing problem. Oh, SEO <laughs> class dudes, if you're listening, yeah, can you link to www.threadwatch.org? The link you've got going just goes to a dead page. I'm not too sure where that's going to at the moment. So it's like. When I hit, like, SEO days, I see trainings, meetings, and friendship and the little characters that are running. So I kind of, the message comes over there. The SEO class one, I've got to read a little bit more about it before I understand what it is. I'm not knocking SEO class, don't get me wrong. And Jill Whalen's is, like, I think is most probably the best one out of all of them. Um, cause if you go to Jill's one, you know what I mean? It's like, as soon as I hit, like, High rankings, it's like, register now, high ranking search engine optimization, marketing seminar, and workshops in Minneapolis. It's a bit of a mouthful, but it does tell me everything that I need to know. Okay, so I want to give a thumbs up to Jill. She's beating me and Jeremy yet again, and she loved that and the site. And the first person, obviously, that signs up Sherry Thoreau to be one of their trainers is a winner in my book. Okay, it's like, to me, for many years, I've been Darth Vader, and Sherry Thoreau has been Princess Leah. And seriously, you can take that to the bank. We love no, you, Sherry. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. maybe. But well, I do anyway. <laughs> no, I, and I've been yeah, trying to work out how like to get really line I thought that it, saying. It, it, seriously, I thought that, thought that saying yesterday, yeah, and I was like, how, how, when can I say it? How do I get it out? You know what I mean? It's like... For many years, I used to consider myself as Darth Vader as such, and she was the Princess Leah. And I'm like, dude, I'm just so happy I got it out. We're probably not even on the air anymore. No one will have even heard it. But that's the way that I see it. Uh, I anyway, um, it's, it's interesting with all, with all uh, smaller events and, and conferences and trainings uh, popping up. And 110% agree with you that the market for training is exploding these days. Um, I'm I'm pulling off some pretty interesting stuff with uh, some new training program going in place in Denmark, specifically for for Danish companies, of course. Um, and and um, I see an exploding market here as well for that. Uh, and I, I think one of the reasons uh, I think. One of the reasons is that so many more companies are now employing uh, internal staff, so many more media agencies and old traditional advertising editors are now trying to build in search marketing as part of, of their offering packages, and, and so many more people need to know more about search, and they don't have the time to go through all the information that's out there on the web. They need uh, 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 high-quality, fast training. They can go in and learn the stuff and go out and use it. And I think that's really driving that market a lot now. Yeah. 
No, it's it's like I think I mean I, I think I said this like at the end of last year as well, didn't I? That you will get the situation where the independent SEOs like me, yeah, will be training in house SEOs and making ourselves accessible um, in the long term. I think that like for me, SEO days is a, that first step in my overall evil master plan to generate millions of little Dave Ends and Jen Slegs and Greg Bozers within corporate world. Um, and if they can't do it, obviously there's still real Dave N and Greg Bowser and Jen Slag out there just to fall back onto. So, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, I know that everyone said that we were frigging nuts by going, we're going to do a two-day conference and we're going to hold it in 29 days. Uh, well, that's the kind of guy I am. But it's, uh, we've had good sign-ups in the last two days since it's gone live, so that's a bonus. Better than having no sign-ups, I guess. <laughs> but no, I, I want to do one over in Copenhagen as well, Michael, so you'll have to help me out with yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. definitely we should do that. I'll call on some of my Copenhagen buddies and get them all in the same room together and go, hey, let's... Hey, why does that happen? Uh, <laughs> no, I click on a link and it goes, no site on this page. And it's like, dude, it's like... I'm I should now go and register that domain name there. That's a freaking idea. <laughs> see, that, see, that was the evil day of again. It's like, oh, I should stop doing that. Anyway, um, we're kind of running out of time here a little bit, even though we start a little late. I think we've done more than enough of the hour that we're supposed to do. And yeah, um, we probably have other problems. shows lined up. And, <laughs> yeah. and we'll anyway, do the Ajax thing next week, I promise you. Yeah, I'm going to take yeah. that Ajax fight with you next week. And and, and I can just run, run off this show with a quick update on, on, on the Danish banks. Remember back in, I think it was November, December, I covered a story that I did in, in my Danish blog uh, where I basically uh, did out, uh, did, um, went out and checked uh, seven of the biggest banks in Denmark to see if they had any cross-site scripting uh, uh, problems that, that I could detect, um, keeping in mind that I'm not very good at that. But, you know, I was just figuring out maybe, you know, they, they would probably be safe. And as it turned out, five out of seven of those banks were pretty open, to say the least. Uh, I could execute uh, scripts and, and, and inject HTML uh, pretty much across now? five out of seven. Um, so I wrote about that, and in the, commu- in the in the next day or two, I got a lot of phone calls and a lot of emails from concerned security people at these banks. Uh, and I even turned over uh, some of the, the, the examples of scripts that I've used, which, of, of course, I didn't publish anyway, um, uh, to some of those banks. So... Now, you know, like like a couple of weeks ago, I decided, you know, for the fun of it, you know, I wanted to check if all those banks had actually um, uh, updated their, their websites and, and, and improved it so, so, so I couldn't find the same holes again. And it turned out that two out of those five banks still haven't fixed it. No way. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, guys, I, I definitely know that they know about it because it was it picked up, the story was picked up by, by the media news and was, you know, pretty much brought up uh, around the, 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 the web and, and offline. And and uh, I also got a lot of contact from, from, from different banks uh, or security companies working for these banks. And um, so, I mean, they, they, they if they didn't know before, they should definitely know now. And they haven't fixed it. And I'm like, you know, why? I mean, the only reason I can think of is that they don't think um, uh, JavaScript injections and HTML injections is a security issue. But as I pointed out in the article that I wrote about it, I definitely think it is an, a, a, a security issue. I mean, if you can inject, even if you can just inject simple JavaScript, uh, you can rebuild entire pages. You can make perfect phishing pages on another person's domain. That's a security is- issue in my book. <laughs> So um, and no, it is. It's, uh, it's kind of shocking, you know, that they don't they don't take this uh, this uh, security more 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 more, more um, serious. Yeah, no, I mean it's bad, 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 bad. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's like you should make sure that everything is always locked down. 
I mean, so, yeah, I mean, basically, uh, you should not uh, set up application that allows users to execute uh, stuff on your server or, or have stuff executed in, in, in users' uh, browsers on your site. I mean, <laughs> you got to protect your application from that, basically, which can be a tedious task. It's a, there's, a, there's a bunch of holes in, on most websites. Anyway, as I mentioned, we're running out of time, so that was just a quick update on... on Danish bank security. I certainly hope that your banks in the UK are much, much better than the Danish ones. <laughs> uh, most probably. Do you want to check them for next week's show? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> okay, mate. It was great chance to you again. It was yep. great for all the people that listened. We shall see you next week. Goodbye, all. <laughs>